Hello and welcome to Alison Medical Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about my books and all my favourite things. Hello and welcome to Alice's Magical Podcast, Chapter 35, Alice's Magical Big Catch-Up. Now, I changed the title because we've got a lot of books to talk about. Yes, we do. We're in the month of June. Yep. By the way, you're eight now. But, yes, I am eight. Yeah, your yes. birthday. Yep. Was May. Have you had a birthday since we last did the podcast together? Yes. Well, there you go then. That's the only <laughs> point I was making. Right, so... um. You've had a birthday, you're now eight. Yes. But in the month of June, mm-hmm. and bearing in mind we're recording this on the 21st. Yes. How many books have you read this month? Um, I've already read like nearly 15. 15 books nearly in 15. June. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Maybe actually, um, I think 14 maybe so far. Oh, well that's okay then. <laughs> right. So we've got a lot of books to talk about. Yes. So where are we going to start? <laughs> We're going to start from The Rock from the Sky by John Classen. Okay. Oh, this is a pretty book. Yes. So, what do you want to say uh, about this book? I thought it was quite funny because, um, the, because um, there was in different colours there were different voices and um, and the tortoise and I don't know who that guy is. He, um, I think it might be a bear though. I think he. Um, I think he um, got, um, I think that, well, they were fighting over each other what spot it was, it was the best, but then at one point when they both weren't at their spots, it got squashed by a rock oh, from blimey. the sky. That is a big rock. Yeah, that is a bit of a rock. Hmm. I don't even know what the animal is either, to be honest. There's I mean, also a snake. Tortoise. One's definitely a tortoise, but I'm not sure what the other one is. Yeah, there's also a snake <coughs> yeah. with um, a French hat. A French hat. <laughs> the one where the pointy thing sticks up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's a really it's a picture book. Yeah. Really, mm-hmm. it? but, it's, but it's not the usual picture book size because it it's. More like a hardcover book. Yeah. It is a hardcover book, but I mean in size. Um, which has got really big pictures in it, hasn't it? Yeah, just... The, well, yeah. There's not that much writing in on each page. Yeah. Like, I am coming closer. I cannot hear you. I can see that the snake has a beret. <laughs> That's what you meant by French hat, wasn't it? A beret. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do you think of the story? I thought it was quite good, um, and and the tortoise was like because the the bear, I think it is, was hanging out with the snake a lot. So, yeah, I felt quite sorry for the tortoise because they was being left out. What was the message of the of the book? Hmm. I think the message of the message of the book was that the more you boast about your spots the more horrible it will get okay so don't don't show off yeah basically yeah 
they showed off about their spots and said, my spot is the best. And at one point, it just went, squat. Right. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about this book? Um, I don't think so. And you're going to give it a score out of ten? Yep. I'm going to give it a ten. A ten? A ten. Right. Okay. What book is next? The next book is Hannah and the Hollow Tree. Okay. So we haven't got you. You've lent that book to someone. Yeah. Who have you lent that book to? Um. Um. So one of my friends called Holly. I have already interviewed her on this podcast. Yeah. All for Holly. Yeah, all for Holly. Okay. So we're going to t- t- tell us about this book. I love it. Find your notes. Make as much noise as possible with your bookmark. <laughs> I really, 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 really enjoyed this book because there was a lot of magic. But also, I didn't understand the book. It was a bit mean when the grand called the hospital to come so then she could recover because she didn't need to. So, grand met made mum and Hannah drive through a colossal storm. I felt I felt really I felt really sad when Hannah's mum died. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> Sounds like a big spoiler to me. Right, spoiler, spoiler. You're too late, you've said spoiler. the spoiler already. So what's the book about? The book is basically about Hannah and she got to go on this amazing journey, so then she could try and save Gaia, the the person who owns nature, because if she doesn't go to the hollow tree in time and doesn't save Gaia, then the, the worlds will crumble. Right. Mhm. So she has to go on a really big journey with um, where the hospital take care of Joyce, Gran, and her mum. And Gran is being defeated by um, these magical, nasty creatures. So, is this a is this a real story, or is this a story that she's saying in her head? Um, it has happened, not in real life, no. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is when she's telling the story, yeah. is it happening, or is she making this story up because of what's going on around her? Um, it's going. What's going on around yeah. Okay. Um, but um, um, the hollow tree was extremely magical, and also Hannah made friends with Griffin, with a Griffin and Alpha. Alpha is basically a fox. Okay. Yes. I felt really sad for Evelyn because she went away, but we don't know where she went. Who's Evelyn? Evelyn was one of the persons from the past. Oh. Okay. And she came back to life. <gasps> I think she might be a ghost. Though. Spoilers. <laughs> so, you've been, did you finish the book? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. And even though you found it a bit hard, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah? Was it a good story? Uh-huh. And anything else you want to say about the book? Um, that, um, that, um, um, I even though um, I felt quite sorry for Hannah at one point because she 
because um her wait what was I just about to say I just forgot what I was gonna say. Don't look at me. <laughs> I can't tell you what you was gonna say. Um yeah, I just remembered that she got split up from my mum once and and um she was with her grand and mum and mum was with Joyce. So but they couldn't see each other at all. And um, all that um, Hannah could see was just mostly darkness. Okay. And you're going to give this book a score? I'm going to give it a nine. A nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. So what's next? Next book is Rainbow Grey. Okay. So this is by a friend of the podcast. Laura and Anderson. Yes. So... Rainbow Grey. Tell me it. What do you mean? Well, tell me. I don't know what Rainbow Grey is, so tell me. What is Rainbow Grey? So Rainbow Grey is basically a little girl called, about a little girl called Ray Grey. And she was born with no weather magic. But everyone else did, except from her family. But her dad, but her dad's side of the family got, always got, had always, always had, um, magic. Um, so I felt quite sad for Ray because she felt really different. But then, bit of a spoiler, 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 spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> okay, so here's a bit of the spoiler. She gets powers. <laughs> Rainbow powers that haven't been used for years. Wow. A thousand years. So everybody has weather powers. Yes. But Ray has rainbow. rainbow powers. Yes. If you want to be a lightning, if you were born as a lightning and thunder person, then you have a siblings, and then you can. So then there's one lightning, one thunder. There's um, rain, which is that one, droplet jewels. There's that one, which is Snowden Everfreeze, which is. Um, who is um, one of Ray's friends? Those are both of Ray's friends. Um, Ray's dad has like cloud weather magic, so he has a massive cloud well. Mhm. And he and then there's wind, where you can have like a, um, a blow through trumpet, like a instrument, like a trumpet or a flute, or whistle. Ooh. So, just looking, I mean, the cover is brilliant. And also, Nim the Cloud Cat is very cute. Oh, I didn't notice the Cloud Cat. He's really cute. Yeah. He explodes nearly all the time. So, the cover's brilliant because you've got the three, you've got Ray and her two friends on the cover. Mm-hmm. And you've got rainbow coming from her hair. Does her t- hair turn into a rainbow? Um, well, her hair's rainbow coloured, yes. Okay. And it's like a... Um, a dark blue almost purple kind of cover but then if you look at the pages on the side you've got the same colors as the cover with stars but you've got this rainbow streak going all the way up the pages and also you can only get that copy from waterstones oh really yeah oh so you can't get it anywhere else except from the waterstones copy okay yeah i got it when um when i did the thing with laura and gavin (laughs) <laughs> so did you know that Gavin it 
a bit of a spoiler, Gavin is in this book. Oh, is he? Yeah. So, um, I guess you really like this book. Mm-hmm. You like Laura's work anyway, don't you? Yeah. But you really like this book. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a... It's a podcast. Ten. <laughs> oh, this is Ken on the fingers. We can't do that. No one can see this. We're not recording this one. Well, we I are recording it. We're not videoing it. No. Um, okay, what's next? The next one is Darwin's Dragons by Lindsay. I sometimes I pronounce it as Lindsay. Galvin. Galvin, because it has an A. It's but it's Lindsay. It is, yeah. I was going to say, you can't get that name wrong. So, um, this is about, I'm guessing, Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin is in it. Can you you say that again? Charles Charles Darwin is in it. That's easy for you to say. But he's the main character. Who is? Is it the dragons? Covington. Covington? Yes. Covington who? Covington. What's his name again? I don't know. I've not read the book. Um, okay. Wait, that's his Sims, second name. Sims Covington. Yeah, but that that is short for Simon. Oh. So his name's actually Simon Covington. Oh. So and he's a real he's a real person. Sim yeah. Sims Covington was a real person. Yeah. On the from the HMS Beagle. Yeah, because he was a sailor boy. Yeah. He was only fourteen when this happened. He was a sailor boy. I said, "See you later, boy." Um, what? <laughs> what do you mean? See you later, boy. So uh, some people might get this this reference, but many people won't. Um, okay, so um, what do you want to tell me about this book? Well, the, when they're on the HMBS, was it? HMS. HMS. Okay. Um, HMS Beagle. HMS Beagle. He, um, there's a massive storm and he gets rocketed off the boats and... In the massive storm, and but his master, um, Darwin, Mr. Darwin, gets saved, but he's lost at sea. But then he lands on a Galapagos Islands, and he has to try and survive because there's a massive volcano in the middle. So there must be, but there's dragons on there, but no actual like, there's not really much food, is there? On the Galapagos Islands. Then I've never been. <laughs> you been? No. Okay. But there wouldn't be much food that I'll drink because Because there's no Asda. Or other supermarket. Yeah. And also he's only got seawater. Yep. And he so he can't drink. No. Need to need to filter it. Needs to filter seawater to drink it. Yeah, so. but um, but he has this pan so when it rains at night he can fill it up. No rainwater. Oh uh, yes, because rainwater isn't seawater. Yeah. Mm. Even though rainwater might be a bit dirty. That's okay. Um. So, does he get off the island? He does. <gasps> How does he? Does he get? Does he get off the island on the back of a big dragon? No. Oh. <laughs> Not a spoiler. Okay. Did uh, you know that um he has this um like whistle um. I can't remember what it was called. Let's look. No. Where are you going to find it? He's got an instrument. 
Um, right, I'll just fill some time while Alice spends 12 minutes finding the part in the book where he's whistle. Um, he's called it Scratch, so when I see Scratch, I might be able to... Hang on. So you've just... So you know what it's called? Yeah, but I need the instrument. He, his name is Scratch. Is it a violin? No. I just saw a violin. Yeah. Is it a flute? I think it's near flute. It's like nearly. Uh, um, 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 I found scratch. It's a fiddle. Fiddle. That's a violin. Technically, it's a violin. All right. So I was right. Yes. Um, and also, because you go. <laughs> when you play a violin. That's what a violin sounds like, a everybody. Bit of a spoiler. Loses it. That's that's a spoiler. That's that's a spoiler. A bit of a spoiler. He uses the instrument. He loses. Loses. He loses. Uh, I, thought he gonna, I thought you said he uses it, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, of course he's going to use it. What's he going to do? <laughs> um, what do you want to give this book? I'll give it a ten. Give it a 10. Very, very big scores on this episode. Da, la, da, da. What's next? The Witch and the Sea Wizard Secret. Pickle Witch. Pickle Witch and Jack. Pickle Witch and Jack. You said Pickle Witch. <laughs> Pickle Witch and Jack. Don't don't downplay Jack. <laughs> and the Sea Wizard Secret by Claire Barker. Barker. And illustrated by Timu Jahami. Johanny, yeah. Okay, uh, I've not seen. I don't think I recognise either of these names before. Um, so you can't, don't recognise the name Jack. Yeah, I'm talking about the author and the illustrator. Oh. God. Um. So, what's this book about? Um, this book is basically about that Jack gets to go on a school trip for two days. And he gets to meet his favourite fossil eye, a fossil person who searches for fossils. Who's your favourite fossil person? David Attenborough. He doesn't search for fossils. <laughs> Does he? No. <laughs> well, probably Charles Darwin then. He, doesn't search, he, he was David Attenborough before David Attenborough? No. Don't worry. Okay. So I guess or Mary Anning. You, but the thing is, you, you made it sound like everyone's got a favourite fossil person. I was like, what's a fossil person? For someone who looks for fossils. Dig, dig, dig. Oh no, I just digged into a fossil so it's got a massive crack in it now. Oh dear. Oh look, a flood coming along. I can't wait for this. Wow. Wow, okay. Um... <laughs> So is this is this a series of books? Yes. Is this the first one? No. Okay. If you look on the back. Yeah. Oh, I can see the other ones. Yeah. This is the third one. Okay. Yeah. Pick a witch and Jack is the first one. So, have you read any of these before? Why did you not start with the first one? Because I read it for book club. Well, that's that's a good reason. Um, and what did you think of this book? It was quite good. Um, spoiler! 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 Spoiler, spoiler. That's not spoilers. Oh. No, like, um, you can say what the spoiler is, but what I'm saying is you don't need to say it ten times before <laughs> you say what the spoiler is. Um, 
his fossil f- favorite fossil person. He found out that she was a dragon hunter. <gasps> dum dum dum. What did he say? Dum dum dum. Why not? <laughs> he was saying dum dum dum. Bum bum bum. You can do it however you want. There's no there's no right or wrong way. Um, don't mock don't mock me. I've already got mum. If if I want to be mocked by somebody, I don't need to be mocked by you as well. Um, so, are you going to now go and read the rest of these books? Um, I don't have them. <sighs> okay. If you found them in the library, or if you found them in a bookshop, would you buy the other books? Yes. Excellent. I'm glad you said that for the purpose of an audio podcast, rather than looking at me and nodding. Oh, God. Right. Um, what would you give this book? I would give it a ten. Why is everything getting ten? Ten is the best of the best. Everything's a ten. Also, I would like to say about this that Pickle Witch was very funny because Jack had some money on the den because she didn't want to leave for the holiday. But but Jack wanted her to come and then she, she said, and he said, oh, thank you for reminding me. I took this money for ice creams and then she was like, ice creams, I'm coming. So she's only coming she because there's ice cream? Ice, ice creams, screams. Oh, okay. Even though there wasn't ice cream. <gasps> so he lied to her, fibbed. Because he wanted us to go. That's cheeky. Um, okay, good. What's the next book? Otterline and the Yellow Cat by Chris Riddell. Chris Riddell. Otterline and the Yellow Cat. Ooh. By Chris Riddell. Everybody said that. So, oh, there's postcards inside. Yeah. Five of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, what can you tell about this book? I, I I like this book because Otterline was a detective, mm-hmm. and she and her parents are away a lot. Yep. Because they're explorers. Of course. And so then she has people working for her, so then she could, and then she's all safe. Um, which is happy. Um, homemade cook. Co. Uh, company happy smiling dragon company uh, uh, happy uh, uh, happy dragon smiling company happy nest bed makers company door shine shining company but um curtain drawing and pillow pumping professionals um Bathroom supplies, um, McBean's cleaning service. It's <laughs> a lot of remembering. Yes. Um, so this is this is a this is a series of books. Yes. Um, I'm just having a flip through while you were saying all that, and it's this is a very interesting book because it it's obviously Look, a s- these these are all of the. Yeah, Marion's Bathroom just... Supplies, the yeah. 1000 Strong Light Bulb Trading Company, Smith & Smith Pillow Pumping and Curtain Drawing Technicians, the Smiling Dragon Company, Code Folding. That's enough. <laughs> you can't read them all out, I'll be here all night. Yeah, but there um, are just a couple more. I don't know. But um, 
so this is like a storybook, but every page pretty much has got some kind of drawings on it. Mm-hmm. And they're quite they're quite old fashioned drawings. Mm. These are the kind of yeah. drawings you would see in children's books like probably a hundred years ago. That that kind of not not exactly, but that that kind of the very old fashioned before daddy, basically what I'm trying to say. Um but it's beautiful. Very mm. good. Um did you enjoy a story? Yeah. Yeah? So is this the first um Otter Line book you've you've read? Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But you're gonna read the others now you've read this one? Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. We're <laughs> gonna talk about them in a minute. Um Okay. Um what do you want to give this book? I'll give it a ten. Of course you will. I also but I didn't like the yellow cat because it stole. Well that's cats all over, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it earned dogs so then so then it could search for jewels and that's Mr. Mueller. So the next book we've got here is Otterline Goes to School. School by Chris Riddell. Yeah, I think we'd like that. Okay. So this is the first time Otterline's gone to school. Okay. Why is that? Because her parents sent her home lessons. Uh, okay. And on and one lesson, she actually goes in an out air balloon. Mm. Did um, so these books mm-hmm. are they set today or are they set in the past? Um, I think um, they're set in the past. Okay. Um, so, what do you tell me about this book? Um, that um. I didn't like Cecilia that much because she lied. Who, Otterline? No, Cecilia. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, and um, she, she, um, also Cecilia wasn't um, particularly nice to the other children mm-hmm. because she was, like, all fancy and stuff, but they liked to be different and okay. they, she wasn't. She was just all fancy and stuff, and she had a pony. All fancy? Yeah. And she told a lie because she said there was a ghost in school, but everyone got scared because uh, her pony got dressed up as a ghost. <laughs> I like these books. No, oh. sir, we can look at the timetable in there. We'll just finish talking about this one first. So, what you, what you want to give this book? I'll give it a ten. 10. Very good. Um, and then we got Otterline at Sea by Chris Ridder. And you, it comes with three bog doggles. Yes. Let me see. Oh. Let me see the bog doggles. Oh dear. I can show you what they're for. Go on in. Go, it's, no, 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 Daddy. So you have to put them on the page and scrub it on. Oh. Bit. Okay. So can you see movement? Yeah. That's very clever. It's just that plain green bit. Okay. That's very clever. Um, Okay, so what do you want to tell me about this book? Um, That it was very good because of the bulk goggles. I thought they were really clever. Mm -hmm. Of how they made the movement. Yep. And um, I felt quite sad for Otterline because... And Mr. Mueller left without telling her. Okay. And um, 
and she got really upset and so she had to move all she had to look all the way in Norway to find him. Norway's a very nice country though, he's been there a lot. Because he lived in Norway. And his parents just took him home. Because he lived in a bog in Norway. And he didn't even have a room. You could be happy in Norway with not having a room, I can see you that. It's lovely. Place. I wouldn't. Um so which one of those is there a fourth one? Okay, what'd you give that book? I'd give that a 10. Okay. So your least favourite one is The Yellow Cat? Oh, it, I gave it a 10, but it is one of my favourites. just I didn't like The Yellow Cat because it's still... Yeah. Oh, this so, one is the This the... has got to be your favourite one because <laughs> this one is called Otterlion and... The Purple Fox. The Purple Fox. By Chris Riddell. <laughs> just in case you weren't paying attention. <laughs> And also, I made a fancy dress fortune teller. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so what did you tell me about this book? Um, I'm going to... Well, I thought this was quite good because because um, they helped the Crimson Vixen. Okay. Because um, the Purple Fox wasn't taking much notice of her when she was working for him. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she did lamppost poems. Do you want to explain what that is? Where she does poems and she puts them on the lampposts. <laughs> I thought that's what it was going to be, but I still thought I'll, I'll double check with you. I, okay. thought, I thought you was going to think that it looked like that it was a bit of paper cut out shaped like a lamppost, but it had a poem on it. What? Who would think that? <laughs> God, all the bizarre things you say. <laughs> um, the purple fox is very pretty, and obviously I love purple and you love foxes, so yeah. it appeals to both of us. Um, what do you want to give this book? I'll give it a 10. So I would guess for four books that are a 10 out of 10... It's 40 points. Yes, that's not what I was going to say, but what I was going to say was, so I would guess that you would recommend this series mm-hmm. to people, would you? Yeah. Are there any more Otterline books coming out? Um, I don't think so, because he wrote this one when he was a children's laureate. Yes, he did, yeah. In 2015. 2016 this came out. Yeah, but he was a children's laureate from 2015 to 2017. Yeah. But as far as you know, there's not another one of these coming out. No. Okay. But you, you really enjoyed these? Yeah, and also she's the Madam of Disguises. She's what? The Madam of Disguises. The Madam of Disguises. Which also means a mistress, I mean mistress of disguises. You're the Madam of Cheekiness. <gasps> what are you going to do about it? You're the, you're the Mr. of... Sherry Pepsi Max. Alpha <laughs> soft drinks are available. Right. Um... Anything more to say about the Yotterline books? Um, that they were really good. Yep, they look good. Um, I've not read them, but mm. they look very good. I like the fact that all of them have something interactive. And so also, I can tell you the streets that they had is Windmill Street, Cyclops Street, Pegasus Street, Unicorn Street, and Mermaid Street somewhere. It's a windmill street in London. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Piccadilly. Does it have a windmill on it? Used to. 
Really? Yeah. Did he got toppled down? Probably. So you recommend those books? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I, I think they look very good. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a book that I haven't read that I want to read. Mm. So tell everyone what this is. This is called Race Cards. Yeah. By De- Jenny Deveni, LCSW. And edited by Charmaine Gordon. Mm-hmm. And it says, a children's book about white privilege Mm. so do you want to explain what Mm. this book is about this book is basically about racism yes but it's not actually like showing how it is actually done yeah so it it uses cars yes to represent races yeah as in color of skin not Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> so, this explains what the difference is between yeah. white car. Well, in this instance, white cars and, and black cars. Yeah. And are they treated differently? Yeah. 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 Okay, you can say what you want about this book. So this is just by the way. This is Jenny Deveni's first children's book. Okay. Um and um. I felt quite sad for Chase, which is the black car, because because when he raced, he won. But the the pers- people who owned it, a committee, didn't like it. So um, um and um then so then they made it harder for Chase to win. But um, so the first race when he was just about to cross the bridge, was to have it once each year. He was about to go across the bridge, but then a sign said, bridge for white cars only. But he, So he went around the long way, but he still came second, so they weren't happy. So then the next year, they made a police go up the mountain, Garson, and, and then he stopped Chase, and then he let him go at last. So then he... And so then he wouldn't win but then um then they at the end of the race they said whoever didn't win this year won't be able to take part next year and that was one of him so he wouldn't be able to take part next year and he felt really sad about that but the girl grace the youngest girl on the committee didn't like this but she didn't want to speak up for it because she didn't want to lose our space at the table and so, but that was wrong and then every time they they had a talk about what they should do to stop more people got angry and then at one point Grace got so angry she actually spoke up and it was fair for the black to race mm. so how did this book make you feel? it made me feel quite sad because I don't know why they had to do that to Chase because it's not about what place you come in or what you look like. It's about your personalities and characteristics. It doesn't matter about your look. Also, you can't just judge people by their look either. So I thought it was a good way to explain racism but not actually showing what they do. Mm. In real life. 
Well, I suppose it's good doing it like this because when you're doing it with two cards rather than yeah. two people, it, it's easier to, in some ways, to understand the analogy because mm. immediately when you are comparing two people, mm. you're making assumptions. You can't make assumptions on two cards that are identical, mm. but one is a different colour to the other one. Mm. So I think it, I think it makes it very easy to have those conversations, mm. and I wish that there were books like this when I was your age so I think it's good that we have these now yeah. and I think it's um, I think I think it's a, a good a good story mm. to to share with your children so mm. that's that's good how did you find out about this book well mommy just bought it oh, okay you didn't, you didn't know about it. it okay that's good mm. so um I guess it's a ten. Nine. Huh? Nine. You're giving this a nine? I mean, like, I didn't like how they were stopping Chase. Well, uh, yeah, okay, but... <laughs> but you know why they were doing it? Yeah. <laughs> can't believe you. Ten, 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 nine. Ten. Didn't like how he was ten. treated. It was Ten. <laughs> Uh, I think that's that's a really good book. I'm I'm gonna read that <laughs> myself, um, which I don't often do, do I? Don't, no. I don't say that about books on here. Um, so next is Magic Finger. The Magic Finger by Roald Dahl. And also we could take out Magic Fox as well. I mean, Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. Okay. So I've never read Magic Finger. I think. I think I might have read Mr. Fox when I was little, but I don't remember it very well. Mm. Have you seen the film? No. There's a fi- you've seen the f- but you've seen there is a film of Mr. Fox. I didn't know there was. Did you not? Don't say mm. Mr. Fox. It's made with puppets. Mm. Instead of it being like a, it's not a cartoon. Or like the witches. No, but it's made with puppets mm. instead. Clever. Um, like the Muppets a little bit more. it's more like um, like Nightmare the play puppets more like Nightmare Before Christmas oh okay those kind of puppets alright yeah yeah um, okay uh, so where do you want to start I talked uh, to this about Bianca from my last episode yep and um, when you was down under mate who who is from Australia Australia mate She's from Australia. Yeah, you and Mummy did the worst Australian impressions, and now I'm. I feel like I have to jump in, and do an equally bad one. <laughs> so this is what happens when you watch too much Bluey. I've you got to say Muppet Babies like Muppet Babies. What's that got to do with this? Oh, we're not doing bluey, right? Come on, what about these books? Um, they, um, like Magic Finger, because she had a magic finger and she cast it on a a four people family because they were shooting ducks, and then um, and so then they had bird wings and bird birds had arms. Of course, I did. (laughs) Sounds sounds about normal. Yeah. Okay. And um. I felt, um, 
I don't think the mum needed it because she wasn't actually like, she wasn't trying to hurt them. Mm-hmm. But she cooked them. Cooked what? Ducks for dinner. Oh, awful. Yeah. Awful. So then, when they, as in the duck shooted, tried to shoot them. But they said, no, please don't. And they said, we swear that we won't shoot another duck again in our life because they were called Greg. But when they came back to normal, they said, I'm not Mr. Greg anymore. I'm, to, according to ducks, I am Mr. Egg. So there is the egg family now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, so did you like the magic finger? Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. But also, I liked Miss Winter because because the little girl spelt something spelt cat wrong with a cat kicking her, and she got really angry and she t- made her face look wall, and then it got she got whiskers, and. Bushy tail. <laughs> well, I never had a teacher of a bushy tail, but I did have a, a teacher of whiskers. What? You so, did? Yeah. Um, so. Cat whiskers. Maybe. So, uh, did you like the magic finger? Yeah. One of the. Like, how does it compare to other old doll books? Um, well, it, it is as good as the other old doll books. Okay. Score? 10. Of course it is. And. Fantastic Mr. Fox by Roldo. So this is a sh- much shorter. Well, uh, uh, Magic Finger's not particularly long. Book I read that in books. one day. I read this yeah, it's in not, one day. It's not a particularly big book, is it? Yeah, I read um, that in one day, I think, as well. Okay. So what do you want to say about Mr. Fox? Fantastic um, Mr. Fox. I keep calling him Mr. Fox, but it's fantastic Mr. Fox, isn't it? Yeah. I felt quite sad for Mr. Fox and the other animals because Mr. Fox always went to the farms every night to go and get a goose, yep. a chicken, or um, a turkey, but um, the farmers didn't like it, and um, and the goose one person um, got this disgusting paste and got the goose liver put in this disgusting paste and put it in donuts to eat. Yeah. And then the chicken person ate three boiled chickens every day. And then um, Bean, which was a really tall and clever one, didn't actually eat. He just drank apple cider. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> but um, um, but Mr. Fox had a clever plan because they still because the farmers waited outside of his out outside of his burrows to wait so then he could come out and they would shoot him so so then he wouldn't get anything but he they waited outside his burrow when he dug tunnels to their farms so all the other people would be able to build a village along the burrows and Mr Fox would be able to go shopping for them every day at the supermarket? no at the farm? yeah um, what should you give this book? I'll give it a 10. Okay. And also, just to let you know about Bianca, um, her Instagram channel is Bianca's Book Club. Bianca's Book Club? Yeah. Okay. That's a good episode. Mm-hmm. 
So we've got a few more books. Yeah. Genie and Teeny Make a Wish. By Stephen Lenton. Yeah. Which is quite funny because Lenton sounds a little bit like lantern. <laughs> uh, but the genie comes from a teapot, not a lantern in this one. He came in a lamp, but his lamp broke. So he's in a teapot. Yeah. Fair enough. And also, um, just to let you know, if you touch any of the pictures with black ink on them, you'll make your fingers all inky. Oh, really? Yeah. Why does it do that? Because of ink. Brilliant. <laughs> I felt quite sad for um, for Grant, which is a genie, because he got kicked out of Genie Land. Oh. Because he didn't make a birthday cake, he made a, the Queen a snake on her birthday. Uh, I love... Genie Land's a lovely place. Went on holiday <laughs> once. Yeah, it was great. Took a magic carpet there. Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you looking at me like that? Where was Genie Land? Huh? Where was Genie Land? It's just up the road. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never been there before. Oh. I've clo- never seen it. It's closed now. Oh. Yeah, so... Um, Cause they're fire. Yeah, sure. So, what do you want to? What do you tell me about this book? That um, Grant wasn't a very good genie. He didn't make wishes right. And um, and um, Grant met um, Teeny, which wasn't Teeny to him, because Teeny was Grant was Teeny, and Teeny was massive right. to Tiny Genie. Okay. And then um, he was lost, he found out. And then... Le- what her name? Le- Levin- Lavinia Lavender. Yeah, she got all the... One breed of each dog and turned them into purple. Yeah, why not? And so then she could have all purple dogs. And her house is purple, her flowers are purple, the inside is fully purple. Nothing else in her house is can't be can't walk into that house except from a new dog that is not purple. Mm. So, um, did you like this book? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Recommend it? Yeah. Yeah? Ten? Don't nod, this is a podcast. Yes. Because mm. everything's a 10. Mm-mm. Almost everything's a 10. Nearly. So now we've got Nen and the Lonely Fisherman. By Ian Eagleton and James Mayhew. Mayhew. Who, yep. And it's quite funny because um, the illustrator has dedicated it to Toto. And the boat with that had the fisherman in it was called Toto. Mm. And it's like Dorothy when she went, Oh, Toto. Oh, Toto, will you come with me, Toto? Where are you, Toto? Daddy's never seen the Wizard of Oz. Really? But I know who Toto is. Toto, where are you, Toto? So, what is this book about? Um, It's about Nen, and he's a merman, and he's alone, because his father never lets him go near the humans, because they throw the plastic in the sea. Yeah. But um, he ignores his father's warnings, and then he finds Ernest, the lonely fisherman, who hears his Nen's song. And but Ernest was different; he didn't throw plastic in the sea. He, he, um, 
instead he um, he saved the plastic by recycling it and then he saved Ernest's life um, because he got rocked off um, of his boat and um, and now they're best friends. So it's a beautiful book. Mm. Really pretty pictures as well, and the story the story seems really nice as well. Mm. Yeah, reminds me a little bit of something we'll talk about a bit later on. What? You'll see. Um, but yeah, this is this is a really nice book. So, um, would you recommend it? Out of ten? Ten. So even though this is this the message in this book is just as sad as race cars. Hmm? The message in this book is just as sad as race car. No? You no. don't think so? No. But I did feel quite sad for Ernest. Yeah. And then Okay. Just a couple more books. This big episode. And then we've got some other books to talk about, and then we've got some films. So, this is by Pippa Koenig, and it's called Indigo Wild and, and the, the Creatures at Jelly Bean Crescent. They look quite weird. By Pippa Koenig. I said that already. <laughs> they look quite weird, these creatures. Mm-hmm. Jelly Bean Crescent. So, what's this book about? This book is basically about Indigo Wild, who is found in a jungle. Because her parents are famous explorers, just like Otterline. Okay. And um, her, and then, and she never got really got to see her parents. And she had a little brother called Quigley, and he was deaf. Because when he used to live with the dragon in the middle of a volcano, the dragon's roaring was so loud that he was he became deaf. Wow. Mhm. And um, all the creatures looked really strange. I think that's a goblin, Queenie. That's a yeti, I think. The uh, the drawings in this book remind me very much of uh, Monty Python, which won't mean anything to you, but I can see there is some resemblance to the style of drawings to mm. things that Teddy Gilliam would have drawn. I'll try and find you some Terry Gilliam pictures you can say. Who is Terry Gilliam? He was a member of Monty Python. Who's Monty Python? Uh, they are a comedy group okay. from the 70s, oh. 60s and 70s. But his drawings are quite sim- I think quite similar. I'll show you some drawings and you can yeah. make your own judgment. Um, but what do you think of this book? It was quite good. I like the flamingos because they were fancier than flamingos. Mm-hmm. Um. I liked Haystacks, the new creature, who was a cute bunny rabbit. So again, is this a series of books? Um, yes, it is. This is the first one. Okay. This is the first book from Paper Picanic because she illustrates other people's books. Oh. This is the first book she's written. Okay. And illustrated. Okay, so there might be more. This is the first one, but there might be more. Mm. Yeah? There is going to be more. Okay. Um, and what did you think? It was quite good. It was good. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was good. Um, score? Um, ten. Okay. I think I'm going to stop getting used to give scores because you give scores 
it just tend to everything. And also, I like the snot orphans who lived in the library. No one likes snot orphans. Snortle. What? Snortle. Snortle? Yes. So I like elephants. Ah, and lastly, of the books that we've got in front of us, we've got... Pizzazz. versus Perfecto by Sophie Hen. And illustrated by Sophie Hen. Friend of the show, Sophie Hen. Friend of the show, Sophie Hen. Yeah. <laughs> so this is another in the Pizzazz series. Mm-hmm. Is this free? Free. Is this the third one? Yeah. yeah. Free set meant like, was this free to pay for so you didn't have to pay anymore? I wish. If, if the books you got were free, I'd be much happier, but they're not. <laughs> so, because <laughs> you, you get so many books. So, um... Oh, and it says, look for more pizzazz coming soon. Uh-huh. Oh, so she's teasing a fourth one, is she? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, um, what did you think? It was good. Yeah? What happens in this book? That she, um, she, um, and she has to beat, try and beat Perfecto, an eight and a half year old, and she's nine and a half years old. Right. But she can't defeat her straight away. Um... So she is wasn't called Perfecto for nothing. No, because she was she was hard to beat. She's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Pizzazz told her taught her that not everything has to be perfect. Because Pizzazz at one point, bit of a spoiler, bit of a spoiler, bit of a spoiler, became perfect. Oh. And her friends didn't like it. Because Pizzazz doesn't need to be perfect. Even though she she has to try and be perfecto. Yeah. No one needs to be perfect. No. Everyone should have flaws. No one is perfect, actually. Mm, I don't know. I'm close. I'm not. <laughs> um, so... Uh, you think the Queen's perfect? No, I do not. She's definitely not perfect. She I really hope she she's not listening. Oh, Liz, if you're listening, sorry. Didn't mean it. You're perfect, really. You're not. So uh, she might have heard that. No, nah, she wouldn't have heard that. She's got. She's old. She can't hear properly. So <gasps> you're calling. She's hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm calling somebody who is 95 years old. Old. Yeah. Yeah, but she. Well, she is old. Well, maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. Either way, she knows she's old. She's old. Um, in out of the three Pizzazz books, where does this one? Wait, no, what I mean is, is like you know, you got three pizzazz books. Mm-hmm. If you put them in order of favorite to least favorite, mm-hmm. where would this one go? It would go first. So this, that's your new favorite, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, because um, because um, Perfecto was quite fun, and yeah. I liked that band because it was called the Cheese Squares. The, the cheese what? The tre- cheese Squares. Of course, the cheese squares. Cheese squares. Makes sense. Um, okay, so we've run out of books. Yep. Thank the Lord. We've so, got more books to talk about. Okay. We've Go got on. Rude Magic, which is right in front of you. There, at the bottom of the pile. Oh, come off it. <laughs> I've got to move this big pile of books now. <laughs> I've picked that one up as well. Roots Magic. Okay, talk about it. By Eden Rice, which is yeah. what I'm reading at bedtime with mommy. Okay. 
So, um, what's this book about then? This book is basically about um, two children that are black, mm-hmm. and they um, they um, le- they start to learn root magic, um, and then they can protect themselves. Okay. And it does also have a bit of racism in here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, then then got drop dies in the beginning. How many more times are you going to throw out a spoiler without saying spoiler? And then what you do is you go, spoiler, 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 um, there's a page with writing on it. Right? That That's what you do. And then when you say a proper spoiler, but you I just mean, throw it out there. That, that's right, right, right at the beginning. That's the, like, the oh, first right. words. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So you're about halfway through this book. Yeah. Uh, almost halfway through this book. Mm-hmm. Um, you enjoying it? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It looks a bit of an older book. Would you say that it's a bit of an older book? Looks like it a bit because no. It... What I mean is, I don't. Mean, I mean, like this is a book that I. Would, most of the books you read are probably, I'd say, between six and ten years old. You'd read these books, mm. but this one, I think, to me, looks a little bit like one you'd read a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it a bit more? Do you think it's a bit more grown up? I don't know. A tiny bit. Tiny bit. Um, is this your first book by Eden Royce? Yeah. Yeah? You enjoyed it though? Yeah. So more on this next month? Mm-hmm. I think. Have you finished it? I think so. Because there's like nearly like 40. Yeah, you're halfway through so you can't you can't make a judgement on the book now. Yeah. You can say you're enjoying it now but yeah. you can't review it properly because you haven't finished it. Yeah. So more on this <laughs> next month, yeah? Yeah. Or next episode. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And also, I just want to talk about the book that I'm reading right now, and I started today called Twitch. Twitch. It's a bird watcher. Yes. I, I felt, heard about this book. Yeah, I felt quite sad for him because he's bit of a spoiler, bit of a spoiler, bit of a spoiler. Well, he's a bird watcher for start. Right, that's a sort of spoiler. I mean, now this is the spoiler that. He's bullied at school, and then he it, about being a bird watcher, and then then he has, and he saved a pigeon's life from being killed. Can I just say the best people in life were bullied at school? You, me, mummy, all been bullied at school. Wait, mummy was bullied. I think so. Oh yeah, when she had those books. Maybe I don't know. Yes, you did say that. Okay. So, yeah. We've all been bullied. Mm-mm. So, the best people get bullied. Because mm. we're the best people. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Don't be, don't, don't be jail. Don't yeah. be jail. And also, um, the bird butcher at one point made fun of being that. And they were throwing like, stuff at him to say, eat it. And then and then um, one of the people with him suggested that he should eat a worm. Because that's what birds eat. So they tried to shove a worm in his mouth. Yeah. But they didn't. That's that's not nice though, is it? That man saved him called Billy. Billy Birdman? No. Might be he might be called Billy Birdman, who knows? And he's Irish. No, he probably isn't then. He is. No, I mean he's probably not called Billy Birdman then if he's Irish. What do Irish people sound like? They sound like everybody else. Can you take can you speak Irish? No. So, um, some parts of Ireland speak Gaelic. What's Gaelic? It's an Irish language. Does it go, 
Hello, I'm Irish. Yeah, it's just like that. And that's how Irish people talk. Move on. So what else are we going to be talking about? Um, well, that's all the books. Woohoo! And so we're going to move on to the film. Okay, so we can't talk, spend too long because it's already a long episode. Yes. So, first film you wanted to talk about was... Wish Dragon. It's right. It, you've written it down in front of you, and you're like, "I'm looking at it. Uh, which one? Even though it's there, wish dragon." <laughs> There's a microphone there. You've not been. To be fair, you've not talked into it much this episode, but instead. Ugh. Hello. All right. So, uh, what's wish? What is wish dragon about? Wish dragon is about um this boy called Din and he makes a friend when he's young when he gets older sadly she has to leave she has to move to another city which and she lives in a really like fancy house um, because her dad always wanted her to have whatever she wanted but she didn't like it she wanted it to be in the old neighborhood but Din um, found a wish dragon and he made three wishes for him and he would be able to go to the party for her birthday and um and um she felt quite sad because her dad couldn't make it and she he gave her the present that he she got last year which um i felt quite sad for her about Depends what the present was. What was the present? An emerald necklace to what she got the year before. Oh. I have more than one. Why not? <laughs> but it was the exact same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wear them on different days. So, um, this is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. DreamWorks. Made by DreamWorks. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah? Would you recommend watching it? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Score out of 100? Hundred. A hundred. I said a hundred. No, I know what you said. I just can't believe what I'm hearing. I mean, like, you don't make me score a book out of 100. No, because I thought, you know what? Alice might say, oh, I don't know, 75 or maybe 81 or something, but no. I would have said 10 if you said 10. Exactly. Oh, that's why I was trying to stop you saying 10. <laughs> so this is the greatest film ever made, is it? One of the greatest films I've ever I'll done. give off, Alice. One, I said one, I said no. one. Oh, my God. Look, I saw some of it yesterday. It looked fine. Um, it looked like a typical DreamWorks kind of film. It was fine. Um, next, Luca? Um, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm surprised. Yeah, we're going to have a row now. So, uh, Pix- Luca, Luca is the latest film from Pixar. And Daddy thinks it's rubbish. Didn't say it's rubbish. Right? You didn't me, like right, it. I tell you what, you go and talk talk about Luca, and then I'll tell you what I think about Luca. Go on. Luca is basically about this like sea creature, this magical sea creature, and then when he goes up on land, he turns into a human, and he meets this boy, and he, and then they've had adventures together. But his parents find out that he's gone to the surface when he's not supposed to. So they go looking for him in human Well, hang on. You've got to say as well that his friend mm. is also a sea creature. Yes. That, that he's decided to live on land. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
but uh, and he went to Fish Harbour and he tried to get a what's it called? Vespa. Vespa. Which is like a scoot, um, uh, like a yeah, it's a moped, which is like a, mm. a type of bike slash scooter. Yeah. So what are you gonna say about it? Um, yeah, but it was really good, and um, and um, and in the end, um, Luca got to go to school. Spoilers. Again, you don't seem to know what spoiler is. You're telling the ending of the film. You don't. You just tell people the end of a film before they've watched it, and then don't say anything. But you say, "Oh, and his jacket was blue." Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Look, Luca is beautiful to look at. It's a really pretty film. The animation. Italian. Well, it's not. It's not because it's in Italian. Well, it's yeah. Well, it's not. The film isn't in Italian. It's set in Italy, but. You know, because it's because of you know it's set in uh, I think the fifties or sixties. Um, it's very beautiful. Like they've they based it on real places in Italy. Um, mm-hmm. it, the animation is beautiful. The water, uh, the lighting in the film is is beautiful. Like it's a very beautiful film to watch. Mm-hmm. For me, I just think the story is very predictable. What and does that mean? Predictable. Well, I know what predict means. Like. You guess. Yeah. So if something's predictable, it's guessable. Mm. So to me, like, the film was kind of what I expected it to be. It it, it seemed very safe. It didn't seem like it it took many chances. Like, mm. when you watch something like Inside Out... Yeah. What's Inside Out like? Like, what other film is Inside Out like? In terms of the story. No other film. Exactly. Like, you, there's lots of films where you see... Two people become friends and go on an adventure. Yeah. So that's that's like it didn't feel. What about Raya? I I, I felt Raya was more original than than Luca. I thought it had a much more original story than Luca did. It did. Um. I you know I think it's good, but I don't. To me, Pixar and this is the difference. So Raya was a, a Disney film. Yeah. Pixar. Pixar well, is a Disney film. No. Pixar's a different company. It's Pixar owned by Disney. Is Disney. No, it's owned by Disney. Yes. A different company. Pixar made Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc. Inside Out. Inside Out. Right? They made all these films over the years that were you know, completely original ideas. Wally, right? Wally is such an unusual film. Mm-mm. Right? You know, you don't see films in that kind of way. Mm. And then you get films like Luca and Onward. And they just feel very boring to me. They just feel very—they feel very safe. They don't feel like they're taking chances or they're—they're they're trying to do something unique. They're just—they're just making a good film, and that's fine. But Pixar's better than that. Pixar should be making films like you've never seen before. That's what made Pixar so interesting at the beginning, and it's something they're seriously lacking in more recent times. Soul, which you've only seen once and you didn't really like. That has a completely unique story. That takes something that people don't really think about and make it into a film. And I think that's brilliant. This, to me, just seemed like Boss Baby, or like it could have been. It could have been made by anybody. It felt like a very normal kind of film. 
and Pixar used to always think outside the box, come up with something we've never seen before. When Daddy saw the trailer for Up for the first time, I thought, this film's going to be rubbish. I love Up. It was it, the way they did things was unique, and it just wasn't. It just wasn't unique enough for me. That's what I didn't like. So it's not that I didn't like the film. It's just that, and I, I could sit there and watch it again and again and again, probably because it's a very beautiful film to look at. But for me, I just wish it was a little bit more original mm. or unique. I just didn't feel it was. I just felt it could have been made by anybody, and I didn't like that. But it's not that I don't like the film, it's just that I, it doesn't live up to... The problem is Pixar have made so many good films, excellent films, that I put them up here. That is an excellent film. Right. I'll put it up there. Yeah, and that's good. And that's that's what's good about opinions. Yeah. Yours are wrong, mine are right. What? So... No, 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 no. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm the watching thing... you, mate. <laughs> the good thing about opinions is we can all have different ones. So... The last film is one we are going to agree on. Because the last film is... Cruella. Cruella. Ella. Ella. Eh, eh, eh. Cruella. So, uh, what do you want to say about Cruella? It was the best film ever. Out of 101 Dalmatians versus Cruella. Cruella. Yeah. Well, look. Here's the thing. I've never seen 101 Dalmatians, the cartoon. The animated film. I have seen that. And I've never seen 101 Dalmatians, the live action film. I have. And so I know what the story is. I know who Cruella de Vil is. Yeah, I've seen 102 Dalmatians. Oh dear. Was that any good? It was. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I, I know who Cruella is, but I'm, I've never really watched the films properly. I've seen you know most of it. I know what the film is about. I've just never sat and watched the whole thing. So uh, I think the expectations for watching Cruella were a bit low. Hmm. I don't think you weren't really looking forward to that much, was you? I didn't expect it to be that good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your expectations were quite low for it. Mm. And that's the difference, right? Luca, I had high expectations for, and I didn't feel was as good. Corella, because I had low expectations, it was really good. Mm. So I think sometimes that's the other problem. And I mean, that's on me, right? If I if I'm expecting something to be of a certain kind of standard or quality and it's not, then you know it is what it is. So, what do you want to say about Corella? Um, that um, it was um, that uh, that I re uh, once I watched that um, Corella was a fashion designer and I really liked that. So I've been creating my own fashion. Yeah. Recently. And I think I could make it for a teddy bear. Some of my designs. You could what? Make it for a teddy bear. Oh, that's right. You're gonna, you want yeah. to try and make some some clothes for your teddy bears, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you really recommend Corella? Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Um, that it was amazing. It really was. I loved the outfit that Emma Stone wore. And on the outfits... You went to London, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And you went to Liberty? Yeah. Because some of the film... Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Some of the film is set at Liberty of London. Yeah. Very famous shot. Um, so you went there mm. because you'd just seen Cruella. And they had some of the outfits there, didn't they? Yeah. So you saw some of the real outfits? Yeah. Um, I really liked the red dress that she wore at the... Um, at the um, 
when she was at the black and white ball. And also, um, I thought it was really clever when she actually dropped the match. But she didn't actually... Spoiler, 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 spoiler. She didn't even actually... She didn't actually drop the match and set her cardigan on fire. She didn't... No, it's a special effect. Yeah. Yeah. And also... Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. When you know when the Baroness chopped some of the bits off of her dress that she made, um, she didn't actually do it. They made the dress on special effects and so it was just like pink design and it didn't have that sparkle thing on it. So she went like that without even like cutting anything off. Ah, very interesting. <laughs> so yeah, Corella's excellent, isn't it? Yeah. Really big fan. I am Emma Stone's great. Yeah. Um, I liked um Emma Jasper Carol. and Horace. Jasper and Horace. I also was it Emma Carroll the Baroness. Emma, Emma Thompson was the Baroness. Yeah. So um, Horace and Jasper yeah. are Joel Fry and Paul Waterhauser. Paul yeah. Waterhauser is American. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't know it, though, would you? No. Does well, I think he does a very good Bob Hoskins impression. Um. And yeah, Emma Thompson is a Baroness. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say about the Baroness? Um, that um, I think yesterday, Murray published this film called Junior, and oh, Baroness she was, was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, she's in it. I've never seen that film, but I know she's in it. Mm. Um, so if you haven't seen Cruella, mm. go and see it. Right? Yeah, but it's just to let you know, you do have to pay for it. So, at the moment, it's at cinemas and it's on Disney Plus Premier Access, which means you pay for it and you can watch it again and again. Mm. But it is coming to Disney Plus, I think, in August for free. So, people can watch it then. Mm. And I believe you'll be watching it. You've watched it it about three or four times already, but I imagine you'll be watching it even more more times than that. So, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good film. Yeah. Yeah. So, at least we can agree on that. Yeah. Don't agree on Wish Dragon, don't agree on Luca, but we agree on Cruella. And yeah. that's and that's what happens. Mm. Right, do you want to wrap the episode up? Okay. I'm just checking for the Yep, that's actually it. Okay, go on then. So, thank you for listening, and I hope we'll see you very soon. And I hope you enjoy your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, or whatever day you are on. I hope you enjoy your day or the rest of your night, wherever you are. And we will see you very soon. Bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.